Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We're your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how you doing? I'm chilling, Tyler. And do you know why I'm chilling? Because you're waiting for Batman? No. This is the way. Oh. That's Just, right. We're talking about Mandalorian Season 3. Wait, hold on. I, I mean, bo- the Book of Boba Fett. Sorry. You know, no, no, the notes Mando. here said Mandalorian Season 3. His, uh, um, it has Mando, it has Yoda in it. Wait, are we talking about the right show? I'm, I'm, I'm lost here. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, I'm as lost as John Favreau right now. Yeah. I mean, the best way to look at Book of Boba Fett is they're just going to bring up a whole bunch of characters you'd pretty much rather watch. Yeah. Than Boba Fett, which is unfortunate because Boba Fett was a badass. They just kind of, it, it seemed like they didn't know how to tell the story well. I don't <laughs> think it was a bad story. I think it was just told incorrectly. Yeah, well, let's rewind a little bit. Um, obviously, we're talking about, I guess, season one of Boba Fett. Maybe there's yep, a season two, maybe not. For season two, I think. Okay, so the book of Boba Fett. Now, before we get into you know what you just said about how they handled the show incorrectly, based on all the promotion, the title, the tease, the teaser from last year from Mandalorian season two, kind of seemed like we'd see Boba Fett's rise in the crime syndicate of Tatooine of all places, and it would be squarely focused on him. And it is for about four uh, episodes. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we, we make a hard right off the Boba Fett Highway to basically do Mandalorian 2.5. And then we just kind of wrap it up and move along to season three. Or um, if you will, keeping up with the Mandos. Yeah. So, you know, for us, obviously, and I think anyone watching it week by week as we did, was very off-put by the hard cut to Mando and his storyline, which is weird yeah. because that was what what's said is that's the best part of the season. Uh, it really is. The best two episodes are the ones that have very little of Boba Fett and the Boba Fett storyline, and that's kind of what makes yeah what makes the show not as good as it really could be. Because you know when they mentioned that they were going to bring Mando into it, like they were going to give him a call. So, all right, cool. You know, they're going to have a quick little thing of Fennec Shan or, or Boba actually going out to speak to Mando. Nah, we're having a whole fucking Mando episode. And uh-huh. then Fennec Shan's going to appear in the end. Yep, Mando. And has, we're going to yeah. have a whole other episode after that where they're not going to appear till the very end again. Yeah, so I would say the number one worst thing about this show is the pacing. I don't think yeah. I have seen a TV show. I think this is the TV show with the worst pacing I've ever seen. Because let's let's just take away Mando, Yoda, Luke for a second. Let's just take them out of sight. The first four episodes were super uneven. When you go in each week watching, you don't know if you're getting a mostly present tense uh, version or it's five minutes of present tense. Oh, hold on. I got to go inside the back of tank. And then it's a uh, memories. memories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I understand why they wanted to do that. They wanted to show as he progressed, you see more on how he became the Boba Fett we know now. I like the idea, but it was handled poorly. I think it should have been very much hard 50-50 in each episode to balance it out, not the uh, you know 70-30 or 80-20 we were getting. Um, Mike, did you did, did you find those few episodes jarring? Because I know we're talking about the, the second half of the season. That's just a completely different show. But Yes. So I did enjoy the whole story arc with the Tusken Raiders because it kind of 
it showed us a, a look of another culture in Star mm-hmm. Wars that we knew about, but had no idea what the fuck was on there. You know what I mean? Like it was we've a lot stronger than the uh, present day syndicate storyline. Where actually, yes, yes, right. actually, it is. And you know, I liked seeing the character growth of Mando, kind of the lone warrior type, realizing the benefits of having a clan of his own. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, kind of like a close knit family. More can get done. You have each other's backs. You're more protected. So I enjoyed that. But the way they told that story, I'm agreeing with you. That should have been first. Like, yes, his it, the show should have started out with his escape from the Sarlacc pit, then him getting taken in by the Tuscan Raiders, then the rest can follow. And I think the show pacing-wise would have been a lot smoother. Yeah, or even like the first episode is up until he officially joins the Tuscans. And then two and three is back and forth of how is he doing with the Tuscans while moving the uh, political mafia present day story forward. Because I understand like if they didn't want to do it all in chronological order, it might be too much at once. But I, I think another thing that hurts it is the, mod- the present day story isn't that interesting. You know, but no. Bo- who is Boba Fett going up against? A bitch ass mayor. Really? Well, and the syndicate. Don't forget about them, man. Yeah, the no-name people that I don't care about. That is correct. Like, I'm sorry, we're going from uh, Moth Gideon from season two of Mando to a bunch of faceless dudes. That's basically just a crime syndicate. Yeah. Like, I know they don't have no powerhouse actor for the villain, but still, that's a steep drop in quality, man. Extremely. And, oh my god, did I want to punch his, like, the, the the mayor's assistant every five minutes. So yeah, I knock him out. Oh yeah. I think another issue with the show is is Fennec in that she was sidelined a lot. Yeah, she had her badass moments, but yeah, but we also had we have badass moments in season one and two of Mando. She's on the poster next to Boba Fett. She's in the the, the trailers and everything. I expected a bit more to show off, oh, we have a cool female badass bounty hunter let's not use her i mean they they used her you can't say they didn't no they could have used her more okay how about for the finale where she just fucked off and then like they could use use boba more yeah like i think that's kind of the problem we have no it's okay we need time with the uh the 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 teenager like speeder gang with those ugly mopeds that was kind of something very off-putting for me. It just didn't fit, so, t- like, fit Tatooine. N- no, it, it not only did it not fit Tatooine, it didn't feel like it fit the Star Wars world itself. I will you disagree I mean? with you there. If they were if they were on Coruscant, <coughs> I could believe it. They fit like one of the Coruscant levels, like where it's that like that kind of style. If if you told me that, I believe it. They're dressed up like city bikers in the fucking desert. Like, yeah, I mean, technically, you're going to see that kind of everywhere, though. Are you not? Like, especially in these rural places like of America, you're always going to have a, a few people that dress out of the sorts. They're dressed out of the sorts, but like, and then there's just, what are you wearing? Yeah. Um, I, I, the, the modding thing was interesting. Yeah. 
because um, not gonna lie, that's the first time we've really seen anything like that. I mean, it it kind of makes sense because you know they've had robotics a million times in the Star Wars series, but we never saw it to like that style. I'll say. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Like that was definitely like I, uh, they didn't overstretch that. Like he showed up when needed, right? Uh, and it was cool. It was cool to see how that was done. And I don't know, I, I guess it was good to see other parts of Mos Espy, like like the gambling and stuff like that. Like they were cool elements of Tatooine and the setting. It just never feels like it comes together. That's true. Like when uh, like when when the casinos bombed. I didn't care. But maybe if they developed the characters better or the side characters better, I would care that the hostess or the owner of the casino died. Yeah, that's true. And it would lead more into Boba Boba Fett wanting to defend defend the city, not just because it's his city, but because he cares for the people. Like, up until toward the end, he's kind of like, well... Oh, what's the title? What's the title? He's the. Uh, there's a title. I don't remember. The Daimo. Yeah. Daimo. Yeah. yeah. The first half is like I'm this, so I'm owed all this, and by the end of it, he's like, he doesn't care much for the title. He wants to just protect the people. So I feel like yeah. if there was a connection between him and like the casino side characters and others, and they died, we'd see more of a reason for him to care. But I don't yeah. know. Uh, but hey, let's talk about the positive stuff. Still. The Mando sword, the uh, the dark saber, looking badass mm-hmm. as always. It's good to see Mando needs training with it. Yes. Um, right. You know, this all around badass now has some work to do, which is good for season three. Yeah. I don't know what else. I did like Baby Yoda. I did like Baby Yoda in the show, and while writing wise, it makes sense. I am not a fan of Luke Skywalker, but hey. Well, yeah, because he kind of went full dickhead mode. He has to be a full dickhead. It's like, hey, yeah, by the way, uh, glad you have a good relationship with that guy that saved you and brought you to me. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what we call in the old, uh, in the old Jedi world attachments. And attachments, my friend, are forbidden. But Master Skywalker, weren't you attached to your father? <laughs> to your father, <laughs> and uh, saved the entire fucking galaxy and the Republic. Well, yeah, but only I'm allowed to have attachments. Only the Skywalkers can have attachments. I myself am an attachment from my father. See, if I was Luke, I'd be like, "Look, my father was attached to my mother, and he killed all the Jedi just for her, and she didn't appreciate it." So, yeah. She actually died of sadness. Fuck, yeah, broken heart. Yeah. Imagine that. You want to die of a broken heart? Grogu? Huh? Yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. You don't you don't want attachments. You yeah, don't. you're gonna send back that chain metal armor. So so yeah, we, we found the answer to that too, because <laughs> he made Grogu choose between something that would be actually very useful to him, regardless if he uh-huh. had to choose of regardless of the not. attachment of who gave it. That's just good he, battle yeah. armor. It really fucking is. Like, why isn't everyone wearing that shit? Um, it's a fucking chainmail armor that protects you from blaster fire and fucking lightsaber. Wasn't well, because so, the material is super rare. He, well, best car? It, yeah. it seems like there's fucking a lot of it that, you know, Mando can have a whole fucking suit of it. 
Hey, he keeps doing the right missions. All right. Also, let's talk about something else real quick. So, Boba Fett talking about his armor, right? Yes. Saying how, oh, it'll it's definitely survived the uh, the Sarlacc stomach because it's Beskar. Okay. Uh, to, to my knowledge, Boba Fett didn't have Beskar armor. His was the classic Mandalorian armor, which is Durasteel, Ooh, if I'm not okay. mistaken. So, uh, so is this a continuity error from the, from the creative team? It, it might be. Hmm. It very well might be, because that's kind because of, technically, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say technically, if Boba Fett's armor was Beskar, he his jetpack wouldn't have malfunctioned like that when Han Solo hit him. But what if he had Vescar armor but not a Vescar jetpack? Well, what's he going half ass for? Go big or go home, right? I don't know. Um, all right. Well, we actually have a bit more to discuss. So we'll leave the Vescar debate for another time. Maybe not John cool. Favreau or Rodriguez can uh, get a clarification on that. Um, Cad Bane, live action, first time and last time. <laughs> Well, that we know of. Shit, he could have been taken to the fucking doctor too and been fixed up. Yeah, honestly, he might still be alive. Yeah, there's no way they're getting rid of him. Um, I will say though, live action, he looked pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Gotta say, I was a fan of it. Great um, voice, it, everything. Uh, it, yeah. it fit right into the original Mandalorian aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. With good old Timothy Oliphant, who plays a sheriff and they have a fucking standoff and it works so fucking well thank god he's alive because he's a great character he really is I unlike his like, deputy knew... who's dead as shit yeah his deputy it's like all right congratulations you got your first ep- first and last episode good job um that's what happens when you uh you keep talking shit to all the people that are like a million times stronger than you yeah yeah man i'm gonna i don't care if you know the sheriff i'm gonna need you to park your your jet over there your spaceship. It's like, yeah, he was. Dude, this is how you get killed. Him. All right. And you know what he did? He got, he got killed. Yeah. So yeah. look at that. Um. But yeah, fucking Cad Bane was a badass. I like the banter between him and Boba. Mm-hmm. I thought it worked pretty well. And that final standoff. I mean, yeah, you know, he got bested by a gappy stick, but. Cad Bane's more of a stealthy gunslinger mm-hmm. than... Also, uh, so development-wise, it does make sense for Boba Fett to use the weapon he learned from his first new family with the Tuscans to beat his mentor, defeat Cad. Yeah. Uh, it does kind of make sense story-wise. So, yeah, I know we've kind of shit on the show a lot. I think we only shit on it a lot because we expect it better, especially we're coming off two seasons of Mando. But for me, this honestly just feels like a... This is like diner food. All right? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a filler series. Because yeah. it really just showed us characters we wanted to see more. Mm-hmm. Like, it's well-produced, but there's nothing there that is just... There's nothing stands out. There's no standout new characters. There's no standout events. It's just, it's there. 
it moves the plot along, and that's about it. So, Mike, since we've said our piece more or less on Boba Fett, which turned out to be Mando 2.5, where do you think Mando season three is going to go, considering they've the, the lasting questions from season two, like what happens to Baby Yoda or Grogu, that's already been answered. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, we're definitely going to get Mando training to use the Darksaber. We're definitely going to see someone challenging him for it, I think. But I... Because how... I'm curious on how they're going to... It also makes me a little bit worried that they're working Grogu kind of back into it. That is my concern. Because I assumed when they did end of season two... He'd be gone for, I would say, season three, and he'd show up for the finale. Yeah. But now he's already back. Yeah, so I'm really hoping it doesn't just become like the Grogu show, Mm -hmm. because that'll kind of take away from Mando, I I believe, in my humble opinion. But I think we're going to get some great, great action scenes. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the only active thread left, I would assume, is uh, I think they're going to go back to Mandalore or what's left of it. Yeah, because we really don't know what's. And also with the dark saber, they keep making a point: whoever wields the dark saber, you know, lays claim to rule Mandalore. Yeah. So that is Mando's uh, decision: does he want to rule Mandalore? Uh, you have Bo-Katan, who's looking to get back to Mandalore as well. Can they work together on ruling it? Or does she want to rule it herself? Mando maybe... Uh, Mando seems like that who doesn't want to rule Mandalore. So... Yeah, it seems like he still kind of wants to do his, his own thing. Yeah. You know, him and Grogu knocking out bounties. So... The way to do it. I would say season three is going to be more of responsibility to Mandalore but also like what he personally wants. And that's going to be the big topic or the big theme throughout the season. Do you think so? Well, considering Luke already, you know, kicked Grogu back because he picked Papa's chain mail. That storyline's done. Uh, Moff Gideon, unless he breaks out, he's arrested. That's done. So I would say the focus now is the Darksaber and Mandalorian culture. Because even in Boba Fett, you know, they make it a point. Mando's group is like crazy cult level people. Yeah. So he still deeply believes in Mandalore stuff. He's just not with the crazy cult. But then there's Bo Katan who are like more chill Mandalorians. He's got to find his way in all. It all. Yeah, but you know, this is the way. That is the this, lifestyle he has chosen. This is the way. This is the way out of Boba Fett and back to Mando. Exactly. Um, so I guess just to wrap it up. Uh, well, I've said I've had a lot of complaints about it. Like I said, it's like just well produced, you know, okay stuff. Like it looks great, but it's just there. It's still a yes from me. If you're, it's not a must watch. If you must watch anything, it's uh, episode five and six. It wasn't full eight seasons uh, episodes. I think it was seven. Yes, it was seven because Peacemaker was eight. So yeah, uh, so five through seven, five through seven, you just don't jump right into Mando, finish the season out, you're good to go. If you need to watch, but if you're looking to pass the time, I mean, the whole season's not bad. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely good things in 
the show. Um, if you're a fan of Star Wars, I'm definitely going to say, fuck yeah, watch it. What do you have to lose, you know? Fucking Boba Fett, he does some cool shit. Fucking Danny like Trejo's getting, in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, for a couple scenes. Um, but it's definitely... A, it's still not a bad show. Don't take any of our criticism as we hated the show. There's a lot to love about the show. It's just... We're it's hard to live up off of... Yeah, but it's hard to live off of such big hype. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that has a lot to do with it. But yeah, it's definitely a yes for me. I think the better question, Tyler, if you don't mind me asking, is I want to know what everyone else thought about the show. Were they excited for? Were they let down? Did it meet their expectations? Or you plan on watching it? Or not at all. As always, feel free to let us know. Find us at Entertainment Expansion on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. As always, thanks for listening, and this is the way. It meant no one's expectations. I'll answer that question for you right now.